cutting edge revolutionary technology out there, uh, specifically narrow and wide web printers. A myth right now is that really high quality print is gonna be some kind of a litho. Yeah, I love this show, man. So we have a lot of new products. How kids have a career path, tremendous opportunities for them to grow through their career path. To me, it's a game changer. Welcome to Ink and Updates, your touch point for the flexographic industry. Stay informed about industry news and advertise your business or service to the community. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Ink and Updates, brought to you by Interactive Inks and Coatings. My name is Craig Tinarella. You can reach me at crtinarella at Twitter and, of course, uh, www.interactiveinks.com. With me, as always, I'm Tom Brennan. And you can reach me at uh, Flexo Inc. Chicago, inks underscore inks. So what do we got going on today, Craig? Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about finding and training skilled workers for the Flexo industry. And we're doing this episode because our customers are having trouble with this very thing. Right. I mean, every customer I go into, they, uh, they're always looking for a press operator. Do you know anybody? What's going on? And uh, PBS uh, had published a article talking about after decades of pushing bachelor's degrees, U.S. needs more, more tradespeople. Uh, even the state of California has decided to put $6 million and invest it into reviving the reputation of vocational schools. Um, and part of their stats is that 30 million jobs uh, pay an average of $50,000 per year, and they don't even require a, bachelor, a bachelor's degree. And so when we talk about what's going on in the flexo industry, well, we could go back to 2007 or 2008 you know, during the big uh, recession where print shops were shutting down and the uh, you know, there wasn't a need to hire new people because digital was going to take over the world. And uh, so, you know, we have big challenges facing us over the next 10 years uh, with regards to technology and marketing. However, finding people is, is a big thing. Absolutely. So the question becomes is, uh, where do we find qualified personnel with the right attitude and, of course, the right abilities in, uh, in the Flexo industry in general? Well, thankfully, for you owners and operators out there, I think we're going to get some of those questions answered for you today because uh, we've got Sean from FlexoTech.org on the phone. All right. Well, let's get Sean on the line. Well, thanks for doing this. I mean, oh, thank you guys. I think this is a great opportunity, so I appreciate it. No problem. Okay. So, Sean, the first question that I have for you is uh, how to pronounce your last name? Etchin. It's a silent O. Etchin. Oh, wow. We were way Etchin. off. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I most no people get it wrong. It's, a, it's all good. I was, I was playing with a wet gen. But... <laughs> all right. Well, Sean, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your company. What's going on? Uh, well, uh, so I work at, at Flexo Tech, and, and we are a not-for-profit training organization. Um, and, you know, I started in the Flexo industry, geez, when I was about 18 years old. Um, and I've worked various different fields. You know, I've, I've done everything from education to I was a sales or a technical sales guy for Harper to the director of sales for a proofing company. Uh, so I've done various things, been in, in and out of, of Flexo plants. So I've got a good technical understanding. Um, but there's a huge need for training. I'm sure you guys are aware of that. So. With sure. Flexo Tech, that's that's one of the things that uh, that we tackle head on. So, what type of training are we talking about here? Really, hands-on press training. Okay. Really, how I would sum it up. Hands-on press training. Is there any pre-press involved? Really not. I mean, we go 
we go a little bit into plate making, but because the time frame is so compressed, we focus with press operations because the people we're training, our goal is to get them out on the floor running a press. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's so important these days. I mean, we were talking about a little bit in our uh, intro to the show is about how there's such a huge shortage of uh, trained press operators uh, out in the industry. I mean, quite frankly, I mean, the average age is probably 45 to, uh, you know, 50 years old, and uh, they're getting older and older by the day, right? So, uh, oh, trying yeah, to- for sure. Yeah, so trying to bring new people into the industry, uh, get them qualified, get them out on the floor is a is a huge uh, huge benefit to a lot of owner operators out there. So if you're if you're an owner operator, press shop, you need to be listening to what's going on here. Yeah, absolutely. So I got a how do you get started? Is there an age limit or can I come straight out of high school and and sign up? What kind of costs are involved? How long is the class? All right, so so the way we are structured is we don't do open enrollment for two reasons. One, it's a liability issue. I mean, we are dealing with big equipment. So let's say you graduate from high school. Unfortunately, you would not be able to enroll directly in our program. You would have to work for a printer. Um, and it could be a, what we do is we work with printers, and they send employees to us to be trained. Um, that way they're covered by workman's comp, and they already have a job. So it's, it's kind of a direct system that way. Okay. As far as age? 18 years old would be the really the, the age limit. Okay, so in order for me to come out of high school and come out of college, i got to go find a flexo printer who, who's basically looking for jobs, which they are numerous, and just say, hey, yeah. I'm, I'm interested in becoming a flexo printer. I know about this school. You know, If you're willing to hire me, I'm willing to work for you, that kind of thing. Exactly. So whose idea was it for for the school? Was that you know something you came up with, or was that uh, – I mean, who, who came up with the idea? You know, I'd say the real brainchild behind it was uh, Ted Biggs. Uh, he works, he's, he's uh, in charge of production at AWT Labels and Packaging. He had this idea for years. Um, there was a technical school here called Dunwoody College of Technology, and they had a flexo program uh, for years. And unfortunately, yeah. they closed down. It was a two-year program, and it was about $45,000 to go through that program. It's just not really... Wow. Cost effective. I want to be an operator. Right. Well, you've got to pay forty five thousand. It does, doesn't make sense. And it was yeah, right. So they closed their doors um, because it just financially didn't make sense. And uh, that was the feeder system for flexo printers in the area. Um, and they found that it was very difficult to find people. So they said we have to do something. So sure. Ted Biggs really was the brainchild behind it, and he and of AWT labels and packaging, and CompuType said, we're going to start a school. And that's what they did. They got together. They AWT donated a press and press room area. Um, they have actually taken a Mark Andy 2213-inch eight-color press, removed it from production, and put it in its own secluded wow. area. Uh, yeah, it's huge. So well, I mean, that's a, big, they, that's a big investment. Oh, huge, huge. Yeah. But But the thing is, AWT has grown. They've been able to add, what, I want to say four presses in the last five years. And each press, you know, you need four operators, right, to run right. all the shift. There's no way, no way they could have grown if they didn't do this. Hmm. 
So it, it is a big investment, but it pays dividends. And yeah, so out of the out of the need of trying to find, uh, you know, operators, I mean, it was it was kind of self serving to get started, right? So they needed right. it. So let's open up a school and get trained and get people going. Right. Right. Exactly. Sean, what kind of uh, what kind of equipment are you training on? Uh, well, we predominantly train on a Mark Andy 2200 13-inch press. Uh, we train with water-based and UV ink. Uh, we ride, run a wide variety of material from papers to, to films. Most of it is pressure-sensitive because we're really focusing on the tag and label. Um, but I have had wide web guys come through here. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, an analog roll is an analog roll. A kiss impression is a kiss impression. So they're learning the same fundamental basics. Okay. So I, that's interesting. So AWT, I, I was under the impression that they're largely a solvent house. Is that true? We actually have two facilities. Uh, the facility in Chicago is a wide web solvent uh, printer. And then we have another facility here in Minneapolis that has approximately 18 narrow web press. So is there, um, you know, you mentioned that you don't train on, um, on solvent printing. Is that a liability issue? Is, there, is it difficult to switch from water to solvent? No. It's really not. Our press just isn't equipped for, for what we're doing to print solvent. We could. I mean, there are solvent-based coatings that we can print. Um, it's just a different ink. That's really all it comes down to. Sure. So talk to me about the uh, – what's the class environment like? Uh, you know, who? I think we talked about who the ideal student is, or maybe we have, have – I mean, we had to have be employed by a press uh, shop already, so that – that students coming through, but what's the class environment like, and you know how long? So like from eight, eight to four. Or? Yeah, I, I would say it, intense. The class environment is very t intense. Um, we we cover a lot of material, so it is a twelve week class, and it typically goes from nine to three. Now, <laughs> I have had classes where the students get here at six a.m. and they don't leave till six at night. Um, but it is the core hours are from nine to three. Um, I'm sorry. Did you mention how long the courses were? Are they week courses, two week courses? Yeah. So, so the course itself is 12 weeks long, and again, the core hours are from nine to three. This is for uh, we we offer three different classes, and what I'm referring to is the I'll call it our bread and butter. It's our press operation class. I can talk about some of the other classes we offer in a little while, um, but. That class is the one that we run most frequently, um, and there's four students per class. Um, it's a very small class size because we really want to do the hands-on. Um, I mean, you can you can read how to learn how to swim in a book, but that's probably not going to teach you how to <laughs> swim. You've really got to get in the water and do it. I got thrown I, I got thrown in the pool when I was just a youngster, so you know. I just did that work for in. you? Yeah, not really. Well, well, I'm still here. <laughs> right, probably probably some trauma from that one that you're still dealing with. But you know, at the end of the day, it, it, you probably learned. Uh, you're still here, so that's that's what matters. Okay, so, so that's your main course. What's your is that your most popular course as well? The the pressman. Yeah, that that is our most popular. We also offer um, a Flexo 101 class, which is a three day general overview of what is flexography. That is, uh, you know, I'd say about 80% classroom, 20% hands-on, so just the opposite of the operator class. The operator class is focused very hands-on, less classroom. Um, and that, it's a three-day class. It's uh, from nine to four every day. And we, we get a lot of people 
uh, that are newer to the industry trying to figure out what is a flexoplate, what is photopolymer, what is an analog roll, what is sure. an ink? Yeah, I, uh, I just had the opportunity to uh, go to a customer. Uh, they actually asked me to come in and talk to you. What they had done is they had hired uh, three kids out of school and, uh, you know, quite frankly, they didn't even know where they were going to put them or what department they were going to put them in. But uh, part of what they asked me to do is just come in and give a brief talk about, hey, what is an ink? What is an analog? Um, you know, give them just a rude introduction to uh, this side of the business. Uh, because, again, we're talking about how do we get these people trained? Where do we find them? So, uh, so I think that's a great class for, you know, customer service uh, uh, representatives or, or sales just getting into the business or whatever. So it's great. Oh, for sure. And it's been extremely popular. We have people travel from all over the United States. Heck, in my last class, I had a gentleman come all the way from India just to attend that class. And wow. he absolutely loved it, actually. We've had a lot of positive feedback from, from uh, that area now because of that. Well, I mean, that's a big – I mean, that's an investment even for uh, a company that's sending the student there, right? Because you're talking about – I mean, this guy's coming from India, so – now he's got lodging. I mean, even if you come from Texas, you got to have a place to stay for 12 weeks, right? Yep, that's very true. And, you know, th there are um, corporate apartments, which are actually, you know, 1200 bucks a month, which is fairly re reasonable if you look at that versus a hotel every night. Sure. But it is still an investment for sure. Um, but they definitely, I mean, we, there's, we cover so much. I would say, um, I, so I used to work at Dunwoody, and I, I taught – uh, flexo there for almost six years and in this 12-week class I cover more press operations in 12 weeks than I did at two years at Dunwoody. Wow. You, uh, yeah, it's, it's very intense. Would you know um, the average investment for um, a company to send a student for a 12-week course? Do you, would you have those numbers? Uh, you know, I could probably do some math. I mean, the, the enrollment, it's $8,000 of tuition. You know, and then you've got lodging, which is probably I'm going to ballpark that at two thousand a month. You know, so okay. you got six thousand dollars in lodging. So I mean, it it, it isn't expensive, but it, it, if you look at what you're getting, it's, it's well. I mean, I, if I'm a if I'm a flexo printer and I need, you know, I need qualified personnel. You know, fifteen thousand dollars is a is an investment <laughs> that's really not that big of a deal to me. Uh, quite frankly, I mean, it's important and it's critical. Yeah, I, I, I've talked to companies, and they, you know, when they run the numbers, it's actually actually cheaper than what they spend on <laughs> spend on headhunters to try to find people. Uh, and then they're not damaging your equipment, uh, and they get they really learn what they need to do here. I mean, you were asking about the the environment. So every morning we start with a quiz, and then we start with a math problem. Um, I know that everybody loves to start in the morning wow. with a math problem, but That's it, like a it's all about repetition. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, and, you know, the students in my class, I, I've got a lot of younger students, but I've also had students that are 60 years sure. old in my class. So it, it's a wide range. The only thing, you know, that makes a good student is that they want to be here. If they're right. here and they're willing to learn, they'll right. learn. Yeah, I mean, they're putting the time in, so you're getting a, uh, you know, I mean, what the company's getting back is a higher quality employee. And, you know, we talked about the cost of, of, of what the school school is or what their investment is. I mean, if you got a press sitting over there with nobody to run it, that's what's costing you a lot of money. 
actually yeah. like the fact when you it, said that you know you're not breaking their equipment or your own equipment. Because that actually, I wonder what it would cost you if you, you know, if a rookie makes a mistake. That can be potentially costing a mistake. I could imagine. On a oh, I, I, we we go through uh, quite a few analogs rolls and, and oh. dies and whatnot because they do get damaged. You know, it, it's part of the learning process. I hate to say that, but I, I bet your vendor loves to hear that. <laughs> well, you know what? We have great support. I, I will say yeah. that. I mean, so so we have some phenomenal sponsors that. Uh, if, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be around. I mean, companies sure. like Mark Andy, Rotometrics, Green Bay Packaging, Interflex, Fasson, Flexcon, Harper, Dateweiler, and Rafflecac have all stepped up to the plate, you know, to, to really help support us. That's excellent. So um, aside from – you mentioned there was a couple other classes that you didn't discuss yet. What, what else do you offer? Yeah, so, so the Flexo 101 class is another popular class. And then we do some custom-type classes. Um, Currently, I'm working with a large company, and we are doing a two-week crash course. I'm taking uh, Gravir operators. They've run Gravir presses for 30 years, and they are now changing over to flexography. Um, so these guys know what good print is, but they sure. don't know what flexography is. So in two weeks, we train them how to run a press. Hmm. That's interesting. So you work with companies. Com companies can call you, and you can maybe potentially work something out specifically for them. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and we work with everybody. I mean, yes, it was founded by AWT and CompuType, but that doesn't mean we can't work with our competitors. Um, and, and FlexoTech, I do want to point out, is a separate not-for-profit. I mean, we, we may be housed within a print organization, but we are completely separate. We have our own set of books and, uh, you know, our own payroll stuff like that. Who came up with the curriculum? I did. You I did. did. So I did. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've been teaching for years, and you, you learn what is important. I will also say that our curriculum is based off of core competencies, and the core competencies were actually developed by local flexo printers here in the area. Uh, we talked to 10 local narrow web flexo printers, and, and they said, okay, upon graduation, this is what a student needs to know. And it's everything from, you know, kiss impressions to tensions to, to color theory to even, you know, barcode verification, you know, sign-off, paperwork, stuff like that. Hmm. All right. So from what I understand, you have an upcoming webinar? Yeah, I do. I have a webinar on um, April 26th. And uh, we're talking about building a brighter future for flexography. And it's, it's talking about the, I'll call it the press crew crisis. I mean, I mean the reality is there currently are 5.6 million unfilled positions. And uh, in 2024, it is predicted that there are going to be 16 million unfilled job positions. Uh, that is a scary thought. So if people think it's difficult to find people now, give it five years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to say that, but it is, it's horrible, and it's not just printing. I mean, we're talking HVAC, we're talking electrical construction, any sort oh, yeah. of technical or skilled labor, you know, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, we have trouble finding shipping people, let alone skilled flexo. Oh, I, I can absolutely, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. We could do a whole other show on that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, I, I, I agree. There's a... Uh, there's definitely been a uh, a cultural thing that's switched towards four you know four year degrees rather than getting into the trade, and I think it's a, it's a bit unfortunate because there are so many good trades out there where you can make uh, a very good living, 
and you can learn and grow in a co in a company and a corporation that you can work with. And it's just people aren't going to it and gravitating towards it. So I think it's important that we do things like this and get the word out there that you can. You can really make a good living and you don't necessarily need to go into debt and, and go into go into the the school system. Maybe it's not for you. Uh, yeah, I agree. Well, and the removal of technical education from high schools is huge. Um, it, it's just a major problem that, that's going on there. So how do we find the webinar? Uh, how do people get involved in that? Uh, you know, where can they find you? How do they get in touch with you? Those kinds of things. So they can find out the webinar is hosted by the FTA or the Flexographic Technical Association. So they can go to their website and uh, sign up to, to listen to the webinar. Um, okay. To get in contact with me, there's a few ways. Our website is uh, flexographictech.org, uh, and you can visit us there, or you can email me. Um, my email can be found on that website. I, I can spell it out right now if you want me to. But, sure, go ahead. Uh, my email is going to be S-O-E-T-J-E-N at flexotech.com. Well, Sean, I just want to thank you for uh, you know joining us uh, this morning and uh, talking about uh, uh, what you guys are doing up there at uh, Flexotech. It is uh, a valuable service to the industry and you guys are doing uh, really really great work everybody I talked to about the school I mean I kind of been following you and your program I haven't had the privilege of being up there I just might stop by one day but uh, from from what I hear everything is uh, uh, is really doing great and you guys are really doing really great work so I just want to thank you for coming on today well thanks for having me I, I really appreciate it and uh, you know, we're always uh, always looking to help out the industry. All right, Sean, I appreciate it very much, and uh, we'll hope to talk soon. All right, fantastic. Thank you again. Okay, well, once again, that was Sean Etchen at flexotech.org up there in Minneapolis. Thank you for listening to this edition of Ink and Updates brought to you by Interactive Inks and Coatings, www.interactiveinks.com. Have a great day.